Ahoy legend! Welcome to The Leadership Question. I'm Travis Thomas, CEO and Executive Coach at Team Buffalo. Over the last decade, I've worked with thousands of leaders to overcome some of the most difficult leadership challenges by using a blend of psychology, business, and strategy. This podcast has no theories, no gimmicks, and no bullshit. Just answers to your leadership questions so you can lead a team, company, and successful career. Let's get started with today's episode. Ahoy, legend! Welcome to another episode of the Team Buffalo podcast. I'm your host, Travis Thomas. Today, we're going to do what we do each day, which is to dive into a leadership question that you've posed to try and figure out what would we suggest doing in that scenario and what are some practical tips and takeaways as leaders certain issues are particularly challenging. Some are pretty straightforward, but quite often things are complicated. And today's question is a complicated one. So the the headline on the question is, I feel terrible uh, performance managing someone who is of an older generation, someone who is in their late years, in the kind of 60s going into 70s, is looking at the retirement track, but is not performing particularly well. So the kind of details on this, which are important to include, and I'll summarize here, uh, long-time employee, I've been the line manager for that person for a number of years. They've been a long-term employee during that time. Before their time, they expressed that they were going to retire, but some things have gone on. There's no more part-time work allowance in the organization, so we can't offer them that as a thing. And they don't want to retire now because they have nothing else to do with their time. They're going to be bored. They've said they're worried about being bored, so why not continue to earn money and just be in the workplace? Interesting, right? So you, some of you may have faced this before. I have managed multiple generations, but when I was managing uh, in the corporate world and as a consultant, I've encountered this a number of times across organizations. And first, we'd want to look at motivation, I think is always a good place to start. But that's pretty clear. The person has said, well, I'm just doing this because I'm kind of bored. Now, that's okay if someone's a little bit bored and doing something because they're bored. But the question we have to ask ourselves is, are they doing it to the right standard? That's a different thing, right? It's if they're doing it to the right standard, then that's okay. But if they're not doing it to the right standard, well, what the heck are we going to do about it as a leader? And clearly that's the case here. They're not interested in meeting that and we have to do something about it. So what do we do? First off, and I think this should be a pretty clear first step, is we need to have a sit down with this person who's named Joe, uh, with the Joe Um, We got to sit down and get clear on, well, Joe, you've been here a long time. You've been in the organization. You've done the things you need to do. We're, you know, we we understand and you understand what good performance in this particular role looks like, but you're not quite meeting that performance. Now, I always say to leaders, I've got a framework that I put together a number of years ago and delivers well. I always say to them with these types of conversations, you need to do the prep. So with our difficult conversations framework, there's four key areas we look at, and I call it of it, it says O-F-I-T. And the idea is you look at observations. What are the things I can see that Joe is doing that are causing problems or causing him to miss the mark? Feelings and what might Joe be feeling in terms of why he's performing that way and what he's trying to achieve. You know, he said he's feeling bored, um, and so he comes to work because he's bored. Well, how am I feeling and how are others around him feeling about his poor performance? Then we move to, we've got observations and feelings. Then we move to impacts. That's the I, impacts. What are the implications and impacts of this style of uh, performance and this particular behavior set? 
what's happening to the people around him and to you as a leader as a result of the things that he's doing and how he's choosing to perform. And then the T is for targets. We need to set some clear targets for Joe. If he's poor performing, we would assume that he's missing targets because otherwise, how can someone be a poor performer if there aren't targets and standards they're meant to meet? But just in case there aren't, or if there are and we haven't reinforced them, we need to be really clear on what those targets are. So that's of it. Observations, feelings, impacts or implications, if you prefer, and targets. Super useful, really uh, quite simplistic framework, but good in what it does. And it, it works really well. Even actually just a couple of hours before this, I was delivering a workshop to a number of leaders on how to have these particular conversations. And they found the framework incredibly useful and applied it in real scenarios to solve that. So we have that conversation with Joe. We invite him to the conversation. We have it. And we, what do we want Joe to walk away with? Well, we want Joe to walk away with a commitment to that performance standard. Now, some people might say, well, Joe said he's not really in it for the job. He's just doing it because he's bored. Well, I'd ask you as a leader, does that give Joe a pass? If Joe's bored and he's doing it to entertain himself, you know, is that fair? You know, could you turn up and just say, ah, oh, I'm just going to do what I feel like doing or how I feel like performing because I'm just here because the alternative is quite boring. Me hanging at home is boring and, and I do kind of want an income. No way. That's freaking, that's freaking crazy. You can't do that. So I'd say to you, what would you do for any other member of your team? What would you say to Sally or what would you say to you know anyone else who's in the same category or a different category, but performing under your remit? You would say, well, this isn't good enough. Hopefully, if not, then we've got a broader conversation about your leadership and standards, but I'm sure that's not the case. So you have that conversation with Joe. Then what you need to do with that T, the letter T remembers for targets, is we need to set a target for performance and we need to set a timeline for him to meet that performance threshold. So if I say to Joe, look, I want to see your performance go from you know level one to level three or whatever, you know, from 80% on this KPI to 90%, I need to tell him by when. Because if I say to him, I want you to hit 80% or 90%, it could take a month and he could say, well, I'm working on it, I'm working on it. No. I want commitment to a certain time frame. So be specific about what I need. You know, all the smarter goal stuff. Be specific. Joe, I need you to perform at this level. How we get there, you know, I'll give Joe some permission to be creative and, and some of the standards of the way he executes on that. But he needs to hit those targets. And if he hits those targets, I give him positive praise. And I say, Joe, great. You know, I'm so glad you're still on the team. It's been good having you here. You know, I really appreciate your performance and the adjustment in the performance that you've made. Uh, and if Joe doesn't meet the standards, then what would you do? What do you think? What what would your response be? Well, hopefully your response would be, well, let's get Joe back in the room again and have the conversation again. Hey, Joe, you know, you've missed the target or you've missed the interim target, which is even better because then we're not waiting a whole quarter or a month for him to miss it. Hey, Joe, you've missed the interim target. We need to talk about this again. We need to talk about what specifically happened. What were the observations? And what were the impacts of that? And then what's the new target? Or if it's the same target, Joe, when are you going to hit this target by? Does he have all the skills to do it? Are the processes clear? Of course, yes, because he's done it in past. So if nothing else has changed aside from his retirement aspirations, then Joe, you got to hit this target. Then after that interim target passes again, so this is the second one, 
we've come to a point where I'd say a couple of things might happen. One is he might hit the target and go, so you're not going to leave me alone about this, are you? Okay, I'll meet the target. If he doesn't meet the target and you can see that happening, you start bothering him again. You say, Joe, just so you know, if you don't hit this target for this quarter, it's actually a formal performance warning you need to go on or a formal warning that you'll receive because you're missing targets for consecutive months. That might wake him up. Um, Or, you know, if those two don't work, the third thing that will happen, um, and this is a possibility and I've seen it happen, is Joe will continue to miss performance until either he gets tired of you harassing him and he quits or he uh, gets tired of you harassing him and you formally manage him out because he's not willing to leave and not willing to change. That sucks, right? I mean, I had that conversation today in the difficult conversations workshop we had earlier is that sometimes the answer is performance management, but let's do those other things first. Let's, so to summarize, let's use the of it framework You get really clear observations, feelings, impacts, and targets that we want to see. For Joe, we need to be really clear and walk through that in the difficult conversation. Then we need to follow up and continue to manage that process and his performance against that process. And then once all of that is said and done, you should have an outcome that either means he's lifted his performance to meet your targets or he's failed to lift to those targets and you're now managing him towards either him choosing to leave or you um, having to formally manage him out. I know that's not easy. I've been sat in that seat having to performance manage people. Every good leader has at one point or another recognize that some people, it's not about skill. It's not about process. It's actually about their will to change and you have to manage them out because they're not willing to change. So I think that's super important to keep in mind. That's it for today's one leadership question about what to do and how to performance manage someone or manage someone's performance who is not meeting expectations Now, if you enjoyed today's episode, I encourage you to subscribe for more. You can check out also our great newsletter on teambuffalo.co slash newsletter. Sign up there. We've even got a kick-ass referral program where you can get all kinds of cool rewards and tools and whatnot for referring other subscribers. Check it out, though, and I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Have a good one.